What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja View Podcast. Travis, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Trey? I'm glad to be back. We've had a little uh, little hiatus here. Little hiatus. Um, it's Deja Vu, right? That's the word. That is the actual term that we have based our podcast name after, yes. And we're Deja, Deja Vu. Yes. I'm surprised would... it's not been done before. Uh, well, Has I wouldn't it? say not been done before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's, uh, there might be a couple other podcasts that share similar names to us. Huh. Out there, but you guys know who to listen to. The one with the TV radio box. Yeah. So it's Super Games Cast 64. Not the Games Cast. Not Super Game Cast 64. Is it Super Games Cast 64? Super Game Scast. Yeah, that's what Scast. it is. Okay. Scast. Okay. Scast. Or the scast. We're also the titty boys. <laughs> Dude. Okay. I heard uh, today uh, a fun song by the classic rock icon, uh, Joe Walsh. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, pretty much the entire thing was about how much he loves big titties. Okay. And it was awesome. It was one of the best songs I've ever heard. And I recommend everybody go look up the big titties Joe Walsh song. Was this on... Uh barbecue my buns it wasn't on barbecue my buns it was on a co-worker was uh was uh sharing a fun song with me during a break today so that's was it jay I, it was josh actually josh oh josh the curb okay. stomper he's a he's a he's a, a part of the family on uh the network of sure. the, my podcast that i do sure he's been on one of them yeah that's right i think we've mentioned him a time or two here yeah jay gets josh. mentioned every episode no, he doesn't. I'm done talking about Jay. I'm done. He's dead. I saw to me. a deep fake of Junior Miller that looked very much like Jay this weekend. Really? Yeah. I didn't tell him that, so hopefully he's listening. He we can hopefully. comment about it next week. I feel like Jay looks like a more sober John Fahey. <laughs> That's very accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine we don't have a ton of listeners that are non-ticket people, but <laughs> that if not, know who any of these people are, there, yeah, there's a very small number of them that may not know who these people are. I bet, right? But it's yeah. still fun. Still yeah. fun. Still fun. Uh, we're talking about the show Breaking Bad, and we're talking yeah. about season two, Travis. Yes, we are. We uh, episodes we... four, five, and six. Four, five, and six. Okay, good. I. I'm on the right page. I wasn't Got totally sure. Got any fun sure. notes? Any fun facts on these episodes? Uh, let's see. So the Peekaboo episode, the last one mm-hmm. here, uh, I think this is kind of like one of those seminal episodes. It's definitely ranked pretty highly. If you look into, uh, let's see, let's what was it? Ranker ranked it as the 26th highest, but there's quite a few critics that put it a little bit higher than that. This is the uh, one that, let me see, I'm trying to find my section. I know. I think you're trying to get to that. Um, the Emmy. Uh, Aaron Aaron Paul won an Emmy for <laughs> this performance. Yes. Which, I, you know, I think it, it's it's definitely not a Emmy bait or an Oscar. I got Oscar bait would be the term, but it's not an Oscar. It's an Emmy. Because like I feel like you know, I was like thinking in my head like was that an Emmy bait episode? But I'm like, well, not really because I think that would imply. Like the episode where he kills um the guy would be a, an Oscar bait because it's this big emotional moment. Mm-hmm. We need you to cry. We need you to lose someone or do something bad. We need you to do something real dramatic. This is like we're more going just for like, it here. This, this just is happened. more just like here's Jesse 
and he uh, and he has to deal with the situation, and we're seeing this very nurturing, caring side of him. So and I it, do. And he, and he pl- yeah, go ahead. I feel like in this episode, like this. So this episode was let's not written, get to. Uh, let's not totally no, get I'm to not, it. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I won't. I won't. I won't get into the details of it. But yeah, like this episode was written by Jay Roberts and Vince Gilligan. So like this okay. one was definitely intended to be sort of a cornerstone yeah. episode. Sure. Um, and it's definitely set up a lot differently than most episodes yeah. of Breaking Bad. And I like the kind of role reversal that they're doing with Jesse mm-hmm. and Walt during the episode. Um, I feel like this show really excels to like a different level when it slows things down like this. I agree with you. I think so too. Yeah. Like when it's less trying to be this bombastic action flick and more trying to get into the art of like making a solid or telling a story mm-hmm. like this particular episode. And we'll get to the, the, the like details of everything, but I just feel like this is kind of what makes Breaking Bad really, really good is the gritty, like real storytelling and just like putting you in the moment. Like, I mean, you feel like you're in that house with Jesse and that tiny, terribly cared for child throughout Mm -hmm. the entire episode. And I think a lot of that gets conveyed through the writing and the storyboarding from Vince Gilligan and Jay Roberts. It was directed by Peter Maddox. So like he had a lot to do with it as well, but and I'm not taking anything away from Aaron Paul, but I think it, he kind of, it might be a little baity. Like it was sort of intended a to bit, be a, yeah. you a, got a, a heartstring and, puller, you know? Yeah. You got that first scene where he's, all right, let's not get into it. Because yeah, there, no, we'll get into there. the details in, in, in two episodes. <laughs> so episode four, that's what we're starting off with, right? That is correct. This is also a really solid episode. And I think the third, second or third in a series of the titles teasing the plane crash later. What's the title of this one? Down. So the Ooh. first one, no, it's the second one. So the first one was 737 and then down. And then there's another episode over and then another episode ABQ. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Did not even realize that. Yeah. 737 down over ABQ. Look at that. There's my uh, fun fact. <laughs> that is a fun fact. That's a fun fact. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, it, it's so interesting how they're setting up this in these preview, uh, I guess, a little like flash forwards mm-hmm. at the beginning of these episodes. of Which isn't something... very clear to you at all when you're right. like watching in real time that these are flash forwards. I think by the second one, you probably catch on. But the you first one didn't that that it's way. this is You assume there's going to be some shootout at his house. Or just like some sort of payoff. Like they just, they tease it out for quite some time. So like mm-hmm. the payoff is way down the line and it's very unclear as to what it is. I mean, think about in the context of the show, a plane crash meaning anything to anybody. Well, well you don't even think about the plane crash. You just, you just know that there are people, there's like these forensic people mm-hmm. at, at, at in his backyard pulling out like money and stuff and this yeah, bear no, and all it's this it's a great misdirection evidence. right it's a huge misdirection um also i forgot what i was looking at but uh breaking bad does rely on this like kind of non-linear storytelling way too much at times you know now i don't know if it's a bad thing or not but that's just their thing it's like they can you give me a couple other examples well just like even with the uh the teeth they, uh, yeah, yeah, the the, okay. the grill that they find or, okay. or the, uh, you know, hey, we're going to show the bouncing car and then we're going to get into the episode. They, do you they ever do feel that like bit. shows go through like eras like this, like that? Where, they do like, it all the time, though. Kind of leaning pretty heavy on a certain way of telling the story or like a certain uh, storytelling device. 
like this, like mm-hmm. flash forward. And that also might just be by design. Like we're doing some of, since we're, we're flash forwarding this plane crash thing, we're going to flash some other stuff to sort of throw you off the trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think a lot of shows sort of fall into that trap. I, mean, I remember alias doing that a lot. Um, I don't think lost ever really did that. Lost but they, they're, was they, so, they had a whole other thing. Yeah, they had their too. own convoluted way of doing things. Right, right. Uh, Sopranos never did that. Sopranos no. is pretty straightforward. Yeah, no, Sopranos is pretty straightforward. They didn't really have like a full-on formula for the season yeah, and either. and that's the thing too, is like, <clears throat> this is, <clears throat> yeah, like uh, in Sopranos, yeah, you're right. They didn't really have a formula for the seasons. And also, like, a lot of their episodes were kind of just like, okay, we'll do this for a while. And mm-hmm. it wasn't as structured as, like, a Breaking Bad would be. Yeah, a Breaking Bad is extremely, uh, I mean, they have episodes like this where it is definitely a curveball. But most of it's pretty It's pretty well within the, the art form of making a Breaking Bad episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think a lot, of, a lot of shows fall into just, like, repeating tropes. I guess would be the best way to say mm. it. Well, one trope is that uh, Skylar's suspicious of Walt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The suspicious wife is a pretty good one. Uh, it, okay, but like if <laughs> he gets up and he starts making breakfast. And- I tell you, man, they could pay for all their bills and be set for life if they just stop with these like extravagant breakfasts. Right. Quit cooking a full breakfast every... Have some cereal. Have I some know. oatmeal. Jeez, dude. How about skip breakfast? Why don't you fast in the morning and eat afternoon? Yeah, a little intermittent fasting. Maybe Walt, not so much. Maybe he needs a mango or something because he's got the cancer or whatever. Yeah. But like the... Okay, yeah, one of them's pregnant, so she probably needs to eat. Yeah, probably needs the, Okay, food. the kid doesn't need three square meals. Walter mm-hmm. Jr. is does not need three square meals. I No. Uh, but, they, I mean, like, so, like, during that, it was funny, the cheery breakfast or whatever, where it's really weirding Skyler and Walt out. And Everything he, Walt does is so sus. It's, it's very sus. And yeah. And he just, like... I think he probably even could have got away with it if he hadn't tried to swing it back around with, you know, I remember oh, hey, one little thing. That cell phone <laughs> thing. I now have an explanation I made up. It's right. so and transparent. It's, it sounds ridiculous. It and does. She just, like, if you were listening to somebody lie to you like that, you also might just dip out. Yeah. Like, that's the first time that I've been like, you know what, Skylar? You made the right move there. I think you uh, I think you hit hit that one on the head. I think you and did it right. And she's just serving him his own medicine, pretty much. Not, you know, hey, I'm going to be gone for a little bit. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. And then Walt becomes very hypocritical, like, very annoying about it. Like, well, I need to know where you are. Well, Exactly. I mean, kind of all the same things that have annoyed us about Skylar during all yeah. of this. Is, uh, but Skylar doesn't have the same built-in excuse that she's going to be dead in 16 months or whatever. Do you kind of forget that about Walt that he's he has Absolutely. cancer? Now yeah. I wonder if I'm forgetting it because I've seen the entire show. Well, yeah, and uh, I know that he doesn't like he eventually gets past it, sort of at some at a certain point. There's a lot of ups and downs. I think too, it's just because of how horrible he acts. Yeah, I know no, that helps. That definitely helps. And like I've, I just how horrible is he? He is to Jesse, who's like, oh my god, just not. Like he, you know, if you're getting into a business with somebody and no matter what business it is, this is the meth business. This is the meth business. Uh, wouldn't you? And, and oh, especially in like a criminal business. Right. And you have one underling. Wouldn't you want to treat that person really well? Okay. I think 
because so they know pers- everything. Your perspective is of Walt thinking of Jesse as an underling. So that's good. You're on the right page there. Mm-hmm. But like, well, then he's not an underling. He's a partner. 50, he is. 50. That's sort of my point is that Walt right. views him as an underling, but he's not an underling. Right. He is a 50 50 partner. Right. That is Jesse's favorite business plan is 50 50. Mm-hmm. He loves it. He will try he to go 50 50 with everybody on everything. It's very fair. You know? It's super fair. Jesse, yeah. but despite all his, uh, his misgivings, fair man. Mm-hmm. Fair man. But Walt is. Uh, Walt isn't somebody that's going to respect anybody. Like, who did he, who, of the characters that we know, who has he given any type of respect to? Zero. None. I think he gives it to Gus. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. He get eventually he, get, he gives it to Gus and Gil or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah. And even even uh, even a, I mean maybe a couple of the other villains he gives a little respect to, but it, it's very fleeting. So. Mm-hmm. You know, in the structure of their business, this is kind of the way it's going to go. Jesse, I mean, he doesn't respect his wife and son. He doesn't respect anybody. No, yeah. no he doesn't respect the... He's twisted. I, I'm, I'm excited to get to the point where we get more information on why he left Grayscale. Because I know at some point we get a little bit more. We do? Because I thought... Okay, do we? I, I feel like we get a little bit more. Maybe we don't. Maybe it's already happened. But, like, he's twisted the whole story... Into some convoluted version that he's made up in his head where, like, they kicked him out. And that's clearly... He's the victim. Yes, he is the ultimate victim at all times. Doesn't matter what he's been doing to that person or He's very Tony Soprano. That was Tony Soprano. Like, he's a victim. I think we found our uh, our connection (laughs) is that Uh they are... um, What's a good way to put this? And you know what? That false is victims. very false victims. And that is very attractive to some people. Yes. Like people who watch that going, wait a minute. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Too. <laughs> wow. The world is against me too. That's why these characters, you know, become so popular. And, yeah. and people identify it's not because with. you hate them. It's because I feel like I have a lot in common with the Joker. I am Tony Soprano. <laughs> I am. <clears throat> I am Walter White. I was. Yeah. Everyone is uh, has wronged me in this world. When in actuality, it does feel like, um, again, with all of Jesse's misgivings, it feels like he's getting a bit of a raw deal in in some areas of his life. So his yeah, he's are, not had it. This isn't a good episode for him. No, he's had, he has kind of a, he has a rough one in this. Yeah. So his parents have found the the meth his, lab. His, his mom looks always looks so disapproving. <laughs> Dude, if she's not the like, if you were casting the movie disapproving Karen, mother, if you were casting the movie Karen, that's who you're uh-huh. gonna, yeah. that's who you're hiring. Sure, it's just a slight, slightly frowning, she's frumpy, always Karen. frowning, just, just, just sad face. All just, she's, you know what? She's not sad. She's always disappointed in I everybody. Know, yeah. 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 Um. So they're taking they're taking the house away. And after they found the meth lab. And it's like, all, all this shit, it's like, you turn it around, and this is like seventh heaven or some shit. <laughs> and, or like, it's like, yeah, the parents are totally in the right, and they would be in the right. But it's like, because it's Jesse, it's like, fuck them. You know? Well, and then you it's start funny. listening. Like, I mean, 
So you listen to some of the things that he has to say about the house. Yeah. And there are, I mean, like they, they, they drop in some information about like, yes, the house was left to Jesse and his parents. The idea was that he stay there. And you know, the reason why he is involved in it is because he took care of his aunt and <clears throat> you know, he, he, he decides that's a pro that's a pretty good thing to bring up to his mom. Uh huh is that you just sat by while she wasted away and I deserve this house because I helped take care of her and he caught a quick one in the face. He did. You, has your mom ever laid hands on you? No, I don't believe so. Maybe when I was like a little kid. Yeah. Got spanking, but I've never been slapped by my mom. Never been slapped. I mean, I got the like, you know, the spanking or whatever. And I've had my mouth washed out with soap a time or had two. Had that before, yeah. Never got full ass spank. Well, this is this is adults. This isn't child and mother. This is adult man and mother. Of okay, adult how man. old do you think Jesse is? I was thinking about this oh, yesterday. Oh, I mean, he's out of high school and it's been a few years. So I'm going to say he's 25. I think, he's, I think he's a little younger than 25. I would guess like 22, 23. But that's not that big a difference, so we don't need to get into it. <laughs> I mean, how old is Aaron Paul? That's probably a, good, a, a really good question. Let's see. Vamp for a minute. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying like, you know, it, they bring up good points, but it just sucks because it's Jesse and we feel bad for him. Aaron, but he's, okay, how old do you think Aaron Paul Aaron is? Aaron Paul might be 40. I he's, think he's 41. 40. Yeah, 41. It makes sense because he was in a lot of commercials in the 90s as a teenager. Huh. So, like, he was 30 doing this. He was in his 30s filming these. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I guess I would have age put him at he's somewhere between. Guy. Yeah, I would have put him between there. 21 and 25. The character between 21 and 25. Probably. Yeah. So, I don't know. A lot <clears> of shit goes on in your 20s, man. And it, you know. No, no. Meth can, can age you a little bit, too. Well, that's the thing too is, and I, I keep bringing this up, and I re and I looked up, I tried to look up some articles, and I couldn't find like much. And actually, some articles were saying that like they portray, they portray meth addicts as too like crazy. I, I you know I did read an interesting thing about like there's two different types of meth uh, meth um, trades. One is like the one that is portrayed in this is the cartels and and you know and the real dangerous stuff, and the other is like like Appalachian mountains where it's like a barter system. almost. like, Hey, I need some milk. I'll trade you some milk for some meth kind of deal. Shit, I need uh, to go to the but it's not like violent at all. It's just like a thing they have. It's their thing, you know? Uh, interesting. But, but yeah, I always feel like, so in the third episode, we, we see like what you would think a meth head would yeah, be. Yeah, no, they give you what their idea of as a meth head of a meth head is for sure. But, like, Jesse does not look like someone who's been t doing crystal meth for a long period of time. No, no. Um, he Maybe he... <clears throat> or act like it. Like, he's actually somewhat reliable, like, somewhat stable. You know, he... But he's... when he is, like, when this show portrays him as on meth, he's way more unhinged and less reliable. But, like, it just... I never believe... I can see marijuana... I mean, I, I think see, Jesse like, kind of does. Jesse kind of fall into the same category as Badger and uh, well, Badger and Skinny Pete. They don't seem like they're meth heads either. Right? They seem Sk like they're, you know, 
really into weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how But ne- you can't make how, a fun uh, show. Gets. You can't make a show. I mean, I guess you can, but it won't be as like, you know, hardcore as Breaking Bad if it's all about yeah. weed. Definitely. Maybe not. maybe 10, 15 years ago you could. I don't think you could today at all. Yeah, no, I think that the, the this show takes weed to its max in the first season of the the terribleness of weed. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I would agree with that. I'd agree because I mean, you know, we got some heroin in the show. I, I guess you could say I don't know. Like, I, I want to know, like, hey, what does a person on meth look like? The faces of meth. Yeah, and it doesn't look like Jesse. No, at all, or, or even Badger, Skinny Pete. I think they're trying to just. Or the I think other they're trying friend. to convey that Jesse uses, but he's not addicted. Yeah, I think I that's what they're that trying too. to convey because, too. like, once he gets with Jane and gets addicted, his reliableness does wear off. I mean, he clearly right. appearances yes. don't change that much, but like the 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 good parts of Jesse that you're talking about, and, and that might just be a Hollywood thing too. Like, he's our star; we got to make him look good. We can't make him uh, look like he has no teeth and skinny. Yeah, it's and... like you bring in a star for like, or a guest star. You bring in an athlete to guest star in a movie or something. You're not gonna make him look like a fool in the movie. You're gonna give him a right. good spot to make him look cool or something. Yeah, you know, you know and, and <clears> that's <throat> not to say that Aaron Paul wouldn't. It just you know, it's. You can only do so much, I guess, with, yeah, with yeah. your actor. And you need him for, you know, real and, stuff. And the show so. isn't the most realistic show either, right? <laughs> no, this absolutely isn't, not. This and isn't, we talked not, about how ridiculous a lot of the scenarios yeah. and just, like, the people, the characters are, so. Right. So, I, you can forgive it. I just, I've always thought that about the show, that I don't think they're, at least they're, um, you know, guys you know and, and hear about are, I don't think, like, you know, Jesse and Skinny Pete and Badger are act like they're on they're meth heads. They right. act like they're stoners. Right. Yeah. Okay. So um, before well, we you get know, in, I'll stop bringing it up because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But I, you know, no. I okay. I mean, I have a lot of that stuff with uh, things that, like, if you're not paying super close attention yeah. to, like, you don't necessarily. It doesn't necessarily matter. Like, so I'm in the process of. It, it doesn't. This is, it doesn't. <clears throat> this is very it off topic. Doesn't affect but my like, like of the show at all. No. Like, so this is saying. very off topic, but it, it's sort of related. So I'm in the process mm-hmm. of watching, uh, rewatching all of the Marvel movies. Okay. And they have sort of. Thor a big, wouldn't really do that. <laughs> what? Thor wouldn't really do that. No, it's more like they just have sort of a big hero issue where, like, uh-huh. in Winter Soldier, uh. GSP, the MMA fighter, is like beating up Captain America a little bit. Right. Who did but, I talk to this about this? With? Yeah, I think me and you have kind of talked okay. about this. But like at later or even before, Captain America is taking a a, a punch from from fucking Thanos or somebody. Right. And it like mm-hmm. the physics of it don't right make right sense. right. But if and you're the not physics paying, are, yeah, if you're not paying super close attention, it doesn't really matter. Or if it, you're not cramming it all into one thing, it doesn't really stand out the way it does if you are doing that. It's what the story calls for. Exactly. Yeah. No. And I think that's sort of your meth head Jesse explanation is it, that he can be the meth head when we yeah. need him to. I always heard. I don't know who said this joke, but it's you know you watch a World War II movie and like the Nazi gets killed by just throwing their head back but the american has like a three-hour death scene you know yeah it's, like yeah, they have they've been yeah. shot four times and right. stabbed four three right. times and been blown they're missing a couple of limbs but they're still going mm-hmm. right yeah no it's whatever the story calls for and that makes sense but before we finish up uh jesse's jesse's 
portion of this episode and we get into the sadness that does does befall him before the end of this this episode how about walt taking uh taking walt jr out for a little drive this is this is always one that i think this scene that i think about a lot I don't this know is why, very accurate to my life yeah the whole like just because it's done a certain way doesn't need to be need, mean it needs to be done a certain way. Right. Yeah. Or or some people it works better for some people to do it a different way. And yeah. Walt should know that more than anybody, right? Considering he has a disabled child, yeah, he should fucking know that. Yeah. Like, and I don't know like and I don't know exactly what cerebral palsy entails and I don't know like how Well, kids on crutches. Would think, so. I would think that he wouldn't be able to drive a car, period. I would think that as well, but if he was, I wouldn't be flipping out if he was using both feet. Right, if that's because, how it works like, for him. It's a neurological disorder that affects yeah. your extremities and your arms and your hands and your legs. So mm-hmm. if it's easier for him to use one foot for the gas and one for the foot for the brake, it really doesn't matter. I do remember being told that in like driver's ed, though. Absolutely. I remember having this conversation with my yeah. dad yeah. during a little driving mm-hmm. e- expedition of like I was using my... Left foot on the whatever it is, right foot right foot on the mm-hmm. gas, left on the brake, and he was like, "You don't you don't do that." I was like, "Well, why not? You just don't." There was no real explanation as to why we don't do that. You just don't. That's not how you drive. That's what I was getting. Why? Why is it like? Is it like a you're just worried about one foot kind of thing? I think it's more for like beginner drivers that would like rely on that brake too much. Yeah, like they're trying to like slow things up, and it would just. Probably tear. I would imagine it tears up the vehicle going brake to gas like that all the mm-hmm. time. But who knows? I don't know. I'm not an auto guy. Well, <clears throat> yeah. But I don't know why fun. I always remember this scene. But yeah, that's a. It's a very. I don't know. I don't know either. It's not. It's. It's a pretty. It's pretty short. It's not yeah. even that important to the story. Uh, that's it's a more, scene that stands out though. It does. Right give next you some, to. Right next to half measure. Right next to run. Yeah, you know, no, it gives you a little bit of context into like Walt Jr. Uh, kind of spreading out from the family. He's been taking lessons from his buddy Lewis. His name is now Flynn, which is the worst. It's name. the worst name. Okay, Why? do we ever actually meet Lewis? I remember. Yeah, we see him. We do. We okay, because yeah, I remember him like him being mentioned all the time by Walt Jr. But I didn't remember ever actually. Yeah, seeing he's like him. he was like that blonde kid that comes over, right? Okay, okay, yeah, okay. He, he, you see him. Are you think he's like an imaginary friend? I thought, no, I just thought it was like a fun bit where like he's this kid that they always talk about, but they never actually have right. on screen. I wish it was that way. Is what I was, what I was It'd really be better if it was. Better Maybe show. It, would, it would be a lot better if it was. You know, there's a lot of theories, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jesse has no friends, apparently. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a dick move that Noah would let him on his couch. So the three people for, that he's about to hire in right, the next episode. None of those guys were willing to give him a place to sleep for one night. Like one night. Like what what what's the hold up? Right, and like Badger's okay, so, got nothing going on. Can you believe that those douchebags <laughs> came over to his house? <laughs> yes. And we're like, "How about a taste, bro?" Fuck you, man. Yeah. I was homeless 2 days ago and you wouldn't let me sleep on your floor. That's a dick move. Such a dick move. Yeah. And he and then his bike gets stolen when he's on the payphone. Just like the worst day. Oh, it's the worst day in the world. So he goes to the lot where they've got the RV, and he's got to like climb over the fence, and he's got to deal with barbed wire. And he thinks it's a genius idea to climb over onto the porta potty. 
And boy, oh boy, if he doesn't just fall right into that thing. Yeah. I cannot imagine anything Stench. worse than the, just blue. being covered in porta potty juice. And he has to go and sleep in that RV. He puts on the mask so he can breathe. Yeah. I don't know what's his, what's the guy's name. I've got it somewhere over I here. I don't I don't remember that guy's name, but he's really good. He's a good bit uh bit yeah, part he's good. character. Uh, let's see where I've got it right here somewhere. Clovis is his name in yeah. the show. And he's just he's sort of like a menacing I don't know what you would expect to own. Just a, a just a like ne'er do well. Yeah, a, kind of a not a good kind of a dude. tough guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's not a good dude, but he's he's not up for any bullshit, you know. No, and he knows how to take advantage of a situation. Yeah, he does. So I did like Jesse's. Uh, just I felt really good for him when he just took that RV and just freaking hauled it out. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was that was a pretty good moment. Yeah, he's so like Clovis finds him and he tells him like you're you owe me for the repairs of the RV, which like fuck you, man, it's my RV. And like repairs to the porta potty, and Jesse just dips. No, I don't have any of that. But and I think it was good <clears> setup too, because he's calling the guy. And he's like, "Whoa, methamphetamine? How much is that?" And so like he knows they're gonna be making a lot of money, so he gives yep. him incentive to be like, "Okay, I'll let you." You know, it, when, when he comes here. back, it makes exactly. it more believable. It make it, it makes it to where like he's like, "Why would that person ever let you back in their lot again?" Right. Oh, right. Because I can get a big stack of cash from it. Yeah, you know you're gonna make some bank. Yeah, but that was a really awesome scene when he gets back in and he, <laughs> he breaks out. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Walt Jr. or Walt and Skyler have their little conversation as he's like apologizing for. God, that's so awkward <clears throat> just because he's like not going to. He's not going to tell her. He's not gonna say, going to say. He can't even make. That's the thing about Walt throughout all of these lies. And we've talked about it somewhat is like he doesn't even come up with believable lies. Like right. once they're on to him, he's not even developing into more believable things that he could be doing. And he just and in this one, he just straight up just like, yeah, no, there's nothing, there's nothing happening, nothing going on, bro. We know, we know, there's something going on. Yeah, we've been watching the TV show for a season and a half. I've What's seen the whole on? show and it's for a season and a half. I know there's something going on, Walt. I know it. And then he, uh, so as Skyler just dips again, leaves. <clears throat> Jesse Walt walks out and the RV's out front. And he flips out on Jesse. Poor Jesse, who's having the worst day ever. Yeah, this is like you would just feel like you would if someone knows your shit, you would treat him a lot better, right? You would just I don't think Jesse's treat him a like a human. Up. I mean, he's a fuck up, but he's not like he's not he's fucked not, up Walt at all yet. No, he's not fucked up his stuff at all. Like and the next episode is like the first time that Jesse's. Any of Jesse's dealings negatively affect Walt at all, and it's it's that there was some breakage. Oh yeah, which uh, that'll be a, that's an interesting conversation. I thought that was a interesting, interesting. Uh, they both had good points. I, f- I felt in that yeah. uh, exchange. You know, well, they're both right. Um, but yeah, like yeah, Jesse's not been like a a foil to Walt at all. No, he's, he's not, not been the reason why things aren't going well. Right, it's all Walt. I mean, Jesse's been doing well yeah that's a thing too but walt treats him like he's this like buffoon Mm -hmm. you know well he's treating him as if he's the uh, the d student in his class still right and he's he's he needs him he calls him a pathetic junkie which as we were talking about there's really not a ton of evidence that points toward him being a junkie junkie at all no not at all 
Yeah, no. We, we don't really yeah, see him do any of that, honestly. Then, and then we finish up the episode at the uh, the gas station with Skylar ripping a heater. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's preggy, but she's still a little smoky. Yeah, yeah. You know, they recommend, it's only a recommendation. Only a not recommendation. Not yeah, to. yeah. I thought that was a really fun, like, I thought this was a good episode. Yeah. As just kind of like episode four in a season. Like, I thought it was pretty solid, you know, as sure. far as just laying out the, 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 dude, the tale that they send Jesse down on this episode is just crazy. Like, such an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why that, that, uh, scene where he just smashes the gate was so, uh, cathartic. Yeah, cathartic. Cause just like, yeah, this, this has been the shit. And he just like, fuck it. I'm leaving. I'm I'm out of here. Yeah. So in, uh, do you have anything on that one before we move on to the next? No, no, let's move on to the next one. This is where we finally meet, uh, our goth queen. Yes. Jane. Jessica Jones. Yes. That's the show she was in, right? I believe so. It's a John Ritter's daughter. Oh, it is? R.I.P. Her name is Kristen Ritter. I'm sort of assuming that. (laughs) That's probably not a great thing. Let's see here. Kristen Ritter. I've got her name right here. American actress. She is an American. Oh, oh hold on. Um, oh, you never know, man. Those Canadians can be sneaky, you know? What's that supposed to mean? Uh, I think there are a lot of Canadian actors you would just assume are British actors. Or, I'm sorry, are uh, American actors. You know? Sure. Yeah, I mean, like, all right. Uh, Ooh, Evangeline was... Lilly. Canadian or American? Ooh. Just because you're asking me, I'm going to say Canadian. Yep, she's Canadian. You know that? You did not know that? I did not know that. Yeah. I did not she, know that. She was Canadian. Uh, I also did not know that Kristen Ritter's dad is not John Ritter. Okay. Not <laughs> John is, Ritter. No, Gary. Uh, Gary Ritter. Gary not, Ritter. Yeah, okay. not not John Ritter. She is German, Scottish, and English. So she is English. Wow. Oi, Governor. She was born in she was born in Pennsylvania. Why, Governor? Okay. Uh, overrated. What's overrated? Her? Britain. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So we do get I to like meet. I like a lot of British TV, British movies, mm-hmm. British actors and actresses. Um. I like Harry Potter and stuff, but like, yeah, I don't. I'm very hit and miss with British media. Like, either I love it or I hate it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just like the uh, uh, the Cornetto films. I love those. Okay. Love them. Good. I was about to say we might have to yeah. stop this podcast. If no, 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 we no. Talk no, no. shit those... about uh, about Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz. No, 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 no. Okay. Absolutely not. Those are held. Far above almost anything else I've seen. Uh, the Shaun of the Dead poster right there. You can't see it, but but it's, it's there. up there. Mm-hmm. And then like the British Office didn't get it. Just really didn't get it. It I like it. It is um way more awkward and a bit sad and a bit mean. Mm-hmm. Meaner yeah. than the uh, American one. The first season of the American Office is trying to do British Office. Yes, yes it is. Yeah. Uh okay, and then on the other end of things, Sherlock. I know not everybody loves that show, but I fucking like I, that I, show. I never finished it. 
I really enjoy it. And I know there's like a turning point and I don't even know what it is. Cause I didn't, I just know there's a point in which fans decided they don't like the show anymore. Yeah. But I don't know when it is. We don't I'm, like Sherlock. But I, I'm, uh, I've recently become addicted to Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. So I'm, I'm just very much enjoying his work right now. Yeah. Um, he was Schmaug. He's another dude that like can like play an American and you not know at all that he's not American. He looks so fucking British. He looks British, but you wouldn't be able to tell it from his voice. Yeah, I get I, I I don't know. I guess. I guess. Okay. You can disagree with me, that's fine. No, that's no, fine. Hugh You know what? I quit the podcast. Benedict Cumberbatch is American. Hugh Laurie is one that I would not have guessed was British. No, absolutely. I mean, I I knew he was British before House. Yeah. But it was <clears throat> it was still shocking to hear him use his regular voice. Yes. Yeah, he's definitely the seminal like American or British dude that plays American roles a lot. There's a lot of those guys though. I mean, I mean everywhere. Yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah, that's who I was just thinking of like these I don't think I've heard him. Uh <sighs> There's a bunch of them yeah, now. A, it feels like it feels like more now than ever. It's kind of like, hey, we need we need a, a young guy. We got we Tom young... Holland or Timothy Chalamet. Oh. What are we gonna do? <laughs> That's Anybody the only two Chalamet. young actors we got. Travis, me. anything but Chalamet. I don't hate Timothy Chalamet, but I just know. can't stand anybody that's blown way out of proportion. He's fine. He's exactly. Fine. He's just fine. He's, He's just fine. fine. He's not. If his name wasn't Chalamet, nobody would give a shit about that. Have a that crazy kid. last name. Yeah. No. Nobody would care about him. Anyway, uh, let's get back to Breaking Bad. Who's gonna Who's gonna play Willy Wonka? I hear. Oh, oh God. Is he? That's a films cast staple, by the way. Is the Willy uh, Wonka? No, it's uh, it's Timothy Chalamet. It's it's um unnecessary and bad prequel origin stories oh okay <laughs> like we had a whole thing about that and now it's like oh i so like a, the corella deville movie like yeah that, like hey we're gonna we take wanted this, to make we're gonna take a character version. that didn't need a backstory and we're gonna give them a backstory okay but i'm kind of here for it because of Emma Stone, that's why. Yes, absolutely, because yeah, of Emma okay. Stone. Yeah. But this, yeah, all right. I don't care about Cruella DeVille. No, I want more Emma Stone. Emma Stone. She's not going to be naked. That's, that's what you're... Look, I'm not objectifying her. I enjoy her work. I mean, she's like, like her performance isn't going to be a naked performance. I understand that. It's not going to be that. vulnerable, you know, like, like, like you know, you're artistically. You're, you're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? This is a stupid show. The episode. We got Jane. She's here. She's uh, given. She thinks she Jesse's kind of cute. So she's gonna give him a deal on on the house. <laughs> nice house. Very sure, nice apartment. I'm sure uh, that apartment house or condo or duplex or whatever I'm probably uh, has some good uh, prices. Being in Albuquerque, you know. Yeah. Uh, she she does have to bump up his rent a little bit for cash just price though. Just a little though. bit, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, well, I know. I mean, he has no credit history, so I understand right. that. Right, yeah, I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. Uh, over on the Walt side of things, uh, let's see. He finishes his first round of chemo, which is nice. And I guess it's gonna take like two months for him to get the results from it, which I don't really know how what that means for cancer. But, uh, which is about the time the baby is due. So he's got sort of, we're sort of working on a timeline now 
like you're starting to get of how long we have until some things start blowing uh, up. I wanna, I want to uh, you to keep this in your back pocket too, because I remember okay. Jake, uh, Jacob Kemp, if Kemp don't of, know. of the Hang Zone. Yes, and uh, it's just banter. I remember okay. he had a theory towards the end that the baby was gonna die. Never happened, but he thought that the baby was gonna die somehow. Okay. I just want to. I don't know how we're gonna use that. I just want you. To, I just want to bring that up. Okay. Because it's not a bad. I'm not saying it's a bad theory at all. No, there's like, definitely some points where it looked like the baby might die. Yeah. Like when might Walt get... abducts the baby. I forgot about that. Yeah. You don't really kill scary. babies though on TV shows that much. No. Uh. No. Uh. Break or uh, not break. Uh. Here we go. Here's our weekly Game of Thrones mention. <gasps> they killed babies a couple times. When did they do that? I know uh, they did, but King Joffrey ordered all of the king's bastards to be killed. And yeah, that's a little different. You don't ever see that, you know. Ramsay fed a pregnant lady. To, I remember that. Yes, to dogs. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, remember. they're not ever going to show like a baby being murdered on TV. That's not going to happen. But like, they depict it sometimes in yeah. shows like Game of Thrones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck that show. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nothing has ever been ruined more than Game of Thrones. And every time I think of baby abduction, to, to bring it back to we're Charles gonna hit Lindbergh, our bingo card, same. huh? Charles Lindbergh, same. No, I always think of uh, they take my baby. <laughs> I got my baby. Like I just had a baby. Player. Do you ever? Go to your love and go, they took the baby! They took Darren! A baby! <laughs> All the time. Just to see what the reaction might be. <laughs> that baby was abducted way too much. <laughs> Alright. Stay on topic, Trey. Ah. Quit talking about lost and babies and stuff. Let's talk about breaking bad. Uh Han- this is sort of Hank's episode, honestly. Uh because yeah. we kind of get back to him and he's um not he's a, he's having panic attacks. He's he is Tony Soprano. He is yeah, having panic attacks. This is like where you start to get the uh I think at the beginning of the season you do, but like I think the first season of this show they were very, very much modeling him after Vic Mackey. Yes. And this season it's like we we realized that we've got a little bit more than what we thought we mm-hmm. had in him and this is sort of like his episode to blossom into like more, uh, more layered character yeah you know because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he just comes off as such a macho man confident dude that you like you wouldn't expect you him to either have, love him or gonna hate him you know yeah and you wouldn't expect that character to have vulnerabilities like he did i mean he absolutely reacts to it the way you would expect that character to but mm-hmm. just like be having panic attacks isn't what you would put in that guy's corner. <clears throat> no, and to like, you know, he has this gift of uh this this grill, and it just it just bothers him. It's and he, eating him alive. Yeah, and and because he knows really... how lucky he was to be there first of all, and how right. lucky he was to survive it. Also. Yeah, and like you know, he's he's not that much of a meathead where it's it doesn't affect him. And like exactly. stuff where he's like says like. I don't know, because like when he's in the barbecue and and Walt asks, "What makes a criminal a criminal?" and he's just like, "I don't know, man, just another fucking cockroach." I don't know if he believes that, and because I don't, I uh, one, if you're, you know, it's maybe different for just like a cop, but like if you are with the DEA, 
I would assume you would have to go through a lot of training and a lot of like, because you know, like a lot of um, reading about psychology of of criminals and stuff like that, right? Like you'd probably have to have a criminology major um, to do that, and I'm sure he's read up on why people become criminals and why people become that. He would have an idea of what leads to stuff like that. Gee, I I, I think you're giving a little too much credit. I don't, I don't know that like, even if he had to study that stuff for like his associate's degree or something. Yeah. I don't know that that, I, I don't know. Like carries. what, like, do yeah, you but, remember a bunch of your like broadcast government class from college? I guess mainly it's cause I took some of those classes and I do remember very vividly, but it was cause I wanted to take them. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I took a criminology class. He would class be taking them a... because he wants to be a cop and it's right. a means to an end. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying no, that I, him I like you. knowing criminology and being really up to date with it. Also, we're talking, he's probably been at this for 15 years too. So like how long yeah. ago is that? Um, I just don't know that he would real, really have a, I don't know that it fits with the character that he would be that in depth. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he has a pretty surface level uh, feeling for like what makes a criminal a criminal is they broke the law. They're a criminal. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of cops are that way that they're very by the book and like you break wish the law, they break, wouldn't be, you know, that they would use circumstances. We don't need to get into that here. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, I um, mean it's it's different when you're on the street, right? Than when you're I don't know. Then you're it's when a you're different. a DEA investigator. Yeah, absolutely. yes. Well, I especially was just thinking, DEA if you're is, like, is a few steps above just a regular cop. Yeah, absolutely, and especially when like you run part of a department like he was doing prior to getting his your. You know, he wasn't just some dude. He was like their lead investigator yeah. or whatever. And now he got his little promotion or whatever. And so now he, certainly... he's working for El pa- Like I didn't necessarily get the promotion. So he got like, so what I understand is he was like the New, the New Mexico or the Albuquerque like liaison. And now mm-hmm. he is a regional li- liaison for like the Southwest. Okay. Essentially. Cause he's, he'll be working in El Paso and Albuquerque. But I would imagine his area. Is I know he kind of quits. Pretty vast, though, right? He doesn't want to do that anymore. I believe. I know eventually so. he gets out because he can't do it. Yeah, but I don't remember like exactly what he does or like what what he. I don't remember exactly how it goes down, but that sounds familiar. But he's having panic attacks, um, now, and he's he's just not doing well. Like he's, he's having some mental hangups on this whole deal. Mm -hmm. And he, I mean, he took the day off from work, bottled his beer and Marie's worried about him. I loved that though. The little, like the break of the, first of all, the episode's name is breakage. So like broken bottles, obviously. Uh, but I loved that little just nugget to put in there before like the end of the episode where they think there's gunshots going right. up and it's all the beers just popping. Uh, that was Which, wonderful filmmaking, television making, whatever. I you don't call think it. that's an overreaction by him. No, no. Like, if, if you're, you're a I, cop I, and you're that level of cop and you just killed a massive drug, uh, drug kingpin. I think you should just go ahead and assume it's bullets every time. That's a, that's a, an appropriate, um, reaction, you know, absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, now, if you had just bottled a bunch of beers and maybe that was a pretty regular thing that might happen, you yeah. probably have that in the back of your mind. But if you're a high level cop that just got a promotion and killed one of the biggest drug dealers in your area, I would just assume that it's bullets and then just be happy that it's not when you get out right. there. Right. Yeah. 
Still a funny yeah. scene, though. Good scene. Uh, the scene where the ball cracks his hand. I hate that. I can't. I hate that scene. Where you don't it just like, smashes in his hand. You don't like the, that? the bottle. Is it because he's too strong and it intimidates you, or that you don't like cuts? Uh, it just would suck. It would just suck doing to just it. Get, oh, got my hand all cut up. Yeah, I'm fine there's with no, cuts. There's nothing worse than cuts on your hands, fingers. Yeah, they're just gonna yeah. get irritated. And then and it's then all wet. I think it's more the stickiness of the beer mixed with the blood and it's just a mess. Yeah, and then you know? like you get you get like scrunch band aid on your yeah, hands and fingers. Uh, yeah, yeah so, and you get all the, like the like blackness. I, I like on the dirt. scene. I just don't like the the that. Just, ugh, you know <laughs> the thought of slicing your hand open on yeah, a beer it's not bottle. Great. It's not great. No, no, I wouldn't say so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sort I of already talked about, about the beer too, and I like that it was branded Schrute or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Schrader beer. Yeah. Schrader, Schrader beer. Bach, that's great. Schrader Bach. That's, that's kind of awesome. awesome. He would uh, do that too. <laughs> absolutely. He yeah. that that fit perfectly in with that yeah. character. He yeah, definitely brews <laughs> yeah. his own beer and uh-huh. definitely calls it Schrader Bach. Yeah. Schrader Bach. 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 Schrader Bach. See if I can say it. Uh, so we already sort of talked about the Skinny Pete combo and Badger meeting at the. At the I, house. I like the refreshments. Yeah, <laughs> I like it's just pretzels and I, it's Big not K. RC Cola, but I think of it as RC Cola. <laughs> no, dude, that's even, it's even better. It's Kroger's Cola. <laughs> yes, Kroger Cola. Big K Cola. Big K Cola. And, and these pretzels. ungrateful sons of bitches. Yeah. Want some of the product to test. You, I called you two. I know I've already done this, but yeah. like, I called you two days ago to sleep on your fucking floor, and now I'm offering you a job, and you're gonna come in my house and tell me I don't have the right refreshments. You're fired. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you those guys. You don't get the job. Well, you don't get the job. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have anyone else. Yeah, so. no. He also called everybody that he knew and got nobody. So if he can hire a couple, his of buddy kids, who's got the wife and kid ain't gonna help. No, for sure not. Uh, I think I might have cut Combo out of the deal, though. He seems well, he, like the worst one. Well, he doesn't survive that long. That's true. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, but they they discussed the whole the the setup and what we're gonna be doing. And I think does did you write down Asiany modern stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I did not write down Asiany modern as uh, a term you use for the feng shui. <laughs> Uh no, I like uh I like three D tatas. That was my yeah, favorite line. Yeah. Three D tatas. Uh we're right back to big titties again. Again, if you are uh if you if you missed the recommendation at the beginning of the podcast, I recommend everybody go find Joe Walsh Big Titties. Okay. Big titty song. You'll enjoy it. Everybody will love it. Uh then we have I feel we like got a little the, montage. Like, we got a little montage, got, yeah, you know? Doing a little montage, doing a little montage for sure. And then we've got does it, is this they they show him getting jumped or his yeah shit by the uh, in this one right the two meth heads who the by the the lady is actually she's a big actor well, not a big actress but she's in she's like been a in bunch, a bunch of, stuff. of stuff yeah she's like yeah. like Winter's Bone which is another movie about meth honestly mm-hmm. she she plays meth lady a lot she's the I saw I was the thing I was reading was like this she is the most methed looking wow. person on television of all time was the, the line that I read. It seems like a bit of an attack on her. Also pretty accurate. She's yeah. She doesn't like, even like when she, like her picture on, you know, her non meth. Yeah. It looks very messy. Yeah, Who knows if yeah. she's done meth or not. Maybe she just has bad skin. 
I don't know. She could have bad skin and bad facial structure. Yeah. Just has kind of a kind of a bony facial structure. You know structure. what? Hey, we need that in Hollywood, right? You not need, everyone can look like uh, Emma Stone. You need meth heads that are not actually on meth. Well, right. Right. Because that's a little... That's the key. It's a little tricky to get them out of their trailer. That's absolutely true. Uh, although her husband has the best name of anybody on the show, though. Splooge. Splooge, yeah. I like how he makes his name Diesel. Diesel, like that's a <laughs> cool name. Uh, his name is more of an onomatopoeia than anything, which we find out in the next episode. You know what's funny? Uh, so the Hangzone had on VJ Boyd, and they're asking him questions about like you know TV and writing for TV, and do you like our names? You know, big for a lot of people, and he brought up like Breaking Bad. They're very particular about their names. About what they name people, like there's a meaning really? to all the names. Yeah, there's a that reason. makes sense. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, no, that makes does. sense. So I kind of wanted to see now, like what now is I'm all looking that mean? at the like cast list on this episode and just being like, okay, Spooge, we got Combo Ortega. How's that going to relate? Skinny Pete, obviously that 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 plays really well. He's skinny. His name Clovis is Pete. though, Clovis the the lot guy. So like businessman, but yeah, Clovis. yeah. Uh, Badger, he's just badgering the shit out of everybody. That was yeah, pretty easy to get. Yeah. Jane Margulies, I don't, I don't know. I don't, there's, I'm sure there's some sort of connection with Margulies. Jane seems pretty plain Jane. Uh, George Merkert. What about Hank? What about, what about, uh, um, Hank Schrader? Or, uh, Walter White? Walt Whitman? Heisenberg. Walter White. Walt Whitman. You got me. They 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 named him Walter White just so that they could call they could like have Hank make the connection between Walt they had that scene and right. Walter. I, I wouldn't put it past yeah. him. I also would not. I, yeah. I mean I would definitely wonder that with like pieces of media that do something like that with the name. It's like, did you come up with the story or the name first? Because mm. I feel like you came up with the story and then you're like, really be cool if we could tie the name into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. What if we changed it to Steve instead? Steve. I'm Steve. Steve. There's a really cool song called I Am Steve by a band called I Am Steve. Okay. You should look it up. It's very What fun. What did Walt do in this episode? I'm looking at my notes. I don't have much Walt. Let's see. He finished his chemo. Oh, yeah. We didn't even mention the end of the, the first one where they... You know, Jesse wants his money, and they fight, and Jesse almost chokes him out, right? And he's yeah. Says, we, I mean, me. we we sort of touched on and it, and then he kind of yeah. just lets him in. I was kind of funny where he just lets him in. They kind of yeah, and then the he lets him have the breakfast that he right. made for everybody that nobody wanted. Uh, uh, and then in this episode, so yes. he goes to chemo, and then he also tells Jesse that he needs to take care of that fucking problem. Don't let people your our people get robbed. Yeah, so because... like they're kind of getting back into the game, and they decide how they're gonna kind of contribute or distribute what they're gonna do. He says, "Yeah, you should um get some people working under you," and that's what Jesse does. Or no, Jesse suggests. Okay, that. hold on, hold on. Before we go any further, like I definitely did not remember that Jesse is the one that wanted to like expand the yeah. business. Uh huh. I did not remember that. And I definitely didn't remember him like telling Walt, like you're the fucking cook. 
and I'm the business side, so you're mm-hmm. going to let me do my deal. See, I don't know what other option they would have had. You know, like, I mean, why why would like, why would have Walt disagree? I guess you're getting more people involved, but how else are you going to make all this money? Right. I mean, that's that's all he's thinking. And about what happens when people... Jesse gets caught? Exactly. Yeah, but he's not thinking about any of that because right. it doesn't affect him. Mm-hmm. Well, it does Which affect it does him. Just gets caught. It does, but it's he's not thinking about that. I mean, yeah, he's not. He should be. Be smart. He should be, but we. I mean, like we've talked about, he's not thinking through some of the biggest aspects of what he's trying to pull off here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all he really does in that episode. Right. And well, we have the the conversation between them where, uh, yes, uh, Skinny Pete gets held up. They lose some, and Jesse says it's part of the business you're gonna lose some and walt says well you're uh you know well what happens when everyone knows oh you're soft and you need to take care of this yeah we can be robbed with impunity i think was his right his general take and i mean yeah both of them are totally correct that in the drug game like you're gonna your dealers are probably gonna get jumped and shit's gonna be stolen Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just how it mm-hmm. works. But at the same time, Walter makes a lot of sense when saying, "Like, what do you think is going to happen when y'all continue to do nothing every single time right. that happens? It's going to get worse. First of all, one of y'all is probably going to get killed, mm-hmm. and then I definitely don't get paid, and that's right. a big problem." So I mean, yeah, they're both like, correct. You know, yeah, they're both very right. Um, which leads into the next episode with Jesse. Yes. Uh, we get the little opening with the spider to show you that Jesse is gentle. You'll take care of yeah. the spider. I think or I mentioned it, it earlier. I don't know. Was it a bug or a spider? Something like that. It was some sort it's of bug. bug, insect, arachnid. I mentioned this earlier, but I really love the role reversal in these two episodes, or in this episode, where Jesse is sort of the like caring father-like figure, yeah. and Walt is being a fucking child. Yeah. <laughs> like at all turns during this episode he's being a child and right. like even in the end when he's telling uh telling Skylar, yeah, the Schwartzes, they're just they're broke. They don't have anything. Yeah. You think it's bad for us? You could be the Schwartzes with no money. I love I love and, his mastery of like cuz that that might have been the his best move where he and not to like just skip over everything. But um Cause like she's like where where were you or why did they you know stop the payments and he does the he does the hey uh, I'm gonna say something really crazy but I'm gonna tell you just kidding it's this thing which is crazy but not as crazy as the other thing because he goes I did go see Gretchen the other day or today <clears throat> well Gretchen and Elliot like yeah yeah it was like, both of Uh-oh. them oh oh wait a minute it's both of them. Okay, I guess I'm not that yeah. upset. So yeah, no, that's a good, that's a really good strategy. Yeah. Any of you guys out there that are about to get <laughs> married or have a girlfriend, like you should definitely give them worse news before you give them the real news. Give right. them just something, just to just to kind of just, just to make start things think, out the right way. You know, yeah, just keep them on their toes. Yeah, doesn't always work out like it did in this episode for Walt. Like almost, in fact, I would say most of the time it doesn't. But a great strategy it did work out more than the other ones their economy and stuff man they're brokes brokesies it's the economy we've been talking i mean the why do you think we're in the situation (sighs) we're in yeah economy economy (laughs) anyway so there's not like a ton of events that like happen in this episode no but this is this is the inevitability of 
she was going to find out about this money, right? Yes. Yeah. And I don't know, man. The 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 call between Skylar and Gretchen and just their whole like her not ratting Walt out is crazy in and of itself. Cuz like you must be so confused, right? They all have to be confused. Think of all of them. And, and especially I don't know, Gretchen. Like, I mean, she but, has to be so left yes. in the dark for it all. Because she wasn't even there during the blow up between Walter and Elliot. And she wasn't she just she hasn't really been like present for any of the issue moments, you know? Mm-hmm. Like this is all out of the blue to her. Yeah. Um I mean she must know that they offered. You know, the, to, to give him money. Yeah, surely they've talked about it, but she wasn't there when Walter, like, told Elliot to go fuck himself, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, uh, they meet at um, a restaurant and, and discuss, and we kind of get hints of what happened. And I tend to believe Gretchen more than Walt, because I feel For like sure. Walt's, his whole, I mean, it's always been skewed, but you know he's a mar- he's a martyr. He feels like every mm-hmm. the world is against him, and he's going to skew events. So, what was the deal that he just left her? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, like I said, I think we get a little bit more information mm-hmm. on this. Like, I think we might even get some sort of flashback at some point. Mm-hmm. We definitely do. He goes. He like goes to their house and threatens them. Well, that um, was in real life. Well, not real life, but that was like right. Uh, no, I know. I time, modern. Uh, yeah. No, I know. There's. Just, I'm just. No, there's more to what's coming. Um. Yeah, man. I just <laughs> like if you're Gretchen and you're going through all of it, right? Like you. I mean, if you're any of them, anybody in Walt's life, how can you just like take anything that he said in doing and not think it's real weird? Yeah, I don't know. Especially when he's very openly lying. Like, none of these lies that he's told in quite some time have been really all that believable. Mm-hmm. And they all know he's lying, too. Like, they all suspect it. And he's, like, the cancer is being is, is just the biggest... It's the biggest shield that he could possibly have. And that's sort of why I think that this is... Like, none of this is new for him. Like, I think this has been an idea in his head for quite some time to do some sort of illegal work to make money to make up. And for even the fact if that not that, it's it's all this stuff that's been building up and building up him thinking that he is of this this big victim to inevitably push him mm-hmm. to that. You know, it's right. this. It's not just oh, I got cancer. Let's do meth. It's it's no, he's his whole life has been. This is the last line, the last thing in a long line of him being fucked over. That or his perception just, of him he, being he's fucked gonna over. He's going to do what he wants. Mm-hmm. Right. And in, in, rea- in re- you know, he we see it in the show. Like, he causes yeah. almost all of his own right. downfalls. Like, everything. He could have easily had this, all of his cancer payments mm-hmm. paid for. All of his cancer treatments paid for. And it wouldn't have been a bit. They even offered him a job to make him right. feel better about not just getting, like, a right. handout. And he wouldn't take it. 
So like his pride and his perception of how the world is against him is absolutely leading him to every because he even that he's had. throws it in in Jesse's face where I forgot what it was but like just like I'm broke who's like well I'm about to die from cancer and not have money well dude yeah you had opportunities to get money you know Jesse doesn't yeah. And he also lies to to Jesse too, because he's got a lot more than what he's uh, really yeah. leaning on. Oh yeah, has. of course. Oh, well, okay. Let's get to Spoot. No, he is not a good guy. I think that pretty much wraps up the Walt uh, portion. Yeah, of the and episode, I, well, though. just on with right? the whole. I was wondering the thing with Gretchen if he was. Cause he was like burning that fucking bridge down, like that was scorched earth. Yeah. And I was wondering if he was doing that because he really felt like that, or he was doing that because he wanted Gretchen just to be gone. No more questions, no more anything. You know. I mean, I think it's probably a combination of both. Like he definitely, it's more advantageous for him at this point now that Gretchen has reached out to Skyler and they've spoken that they just have no contact anymore. And the best way to do that would be to burn the bridge and tell her Mm -hmm. to go fuck herself. Uh, But also he probably just feels that way. Like, I mean, we were just talking about how he's like created these scenarios in his head of how the world is against him. So he's now created villains that are also against him. And Gretchen Mm -hmm. is one of them. So he probably really feels that, but it is still a perception in his head, Mm -hmm. not reality. That's, that Mm -hmm. would be my guess. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what else? Yeah. We, now we got this splooge, right? Check in, check in with Spooge and, and the scam. Yeah, so this is sort of like how I would... And maybe this is also just a Hollywood uh, bad representation of people who are addicted to meth. Because this is like the like Hollywood, how you would make picture someone that was addicted to meth. Where they're, you know, um, all they want to do is just get that hit. They live in st- the most mm-hmm. disgusting squalor. And they have a kid that they don't even... They just neglect and abuse but they might be well informed enough to know that atms are fdic right. insured yeah um <laughs> i love like the, breaking bad has this really uh like it's a talent really of like giving information to people that would have no business oh yeah yeah information. of course of course they do that a lot like um <laughs> uh, Skinny Pete and Badger. Well, they are they talk about Star Trek. Do those two guys watch Star Trek? No, no, yeah, never. Maybe Badger, no, no. but not Skinny Pete. That guy's not watching Star Trek. No, and and Spooge knows <laughs> nothing about FDIC insured. Yeah. And he I, and just to prove it, he's uh, he also is real concerned about yeah. concussions. And I how, did like her uh, line. Don't go to sleep. And his wife. <laughs> Don't go to sleep, honey. <laughs> I don't know why I like that line so much. It's so like <laughs> it's so fun. Honestly, there all of the yeah, the interactions really during that are uh-huh. all hilarious. Uh-huh. Really funny. Uh so he he gets into the house with uh and he he, he so he breaks into the house. He get I don't remember where he got the the address uh, I from. I think Skinny Pete knew. But he gets into the it's house. Nice like from the outside okay. it's a nice house. Yeah, I mean, the it's inside horrible. is very dilapidated. Uh, you got the very peppy uh, male a... lady, you know, coming up and, how's your day? Stuff yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> that wasn't any kind of accent. I wasn't doing any voice in... there. Trust me. 
No, it wasn't felt doing, like a you were doing a voice. Didn't do it anything. Felt like a, an impression. Yeah, you felt very uh-huh. confident in it, and it it didn't work the way you thought. But anyway, so like, yeah, from the outside, it doesn't look too terrible. It looks kind of just like a, it doesn't look any worse than sure. like Jesse's house looked. But then you get inside, and there's a little uh, a little ginger boy in there that doesn't even bother to wipe he his boogers uh, off his face. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna make fun of a kid. Yeah. Okay. What does he look uh, like? I got, I got Deliverance vibes from him. Maybe. You know what? Okay. You're not wrong. Okay. If they were to remake, if they had remade Deliverance uh, in 2009, that, that kid would have been right at the top of my list. Bit. Not to that extent, but. You're not going to find any kid that's got the eyes You're like not. the kid in Deliverance. This kid's yeah. the perfect, he's the perfect 2009 version. Okay. <laughs> Deliverance kid. God, I haven't seen that movie Let's in watch a long it time. Together with the kids. Let's watch Show it for your the daughter part. deliverance. Um, hey, honey. Yeah, no, she'll love it. She'll love it. She'll love it. Uh, so Jesse breaks in, he finds the kid, and they're just kind of chilling, eating fluff Fluff-er for nutter, a while. Yeah. Um, Jesse's, you know, fluff for nutters, and we got. It, yeah, it, it's yeah, he's, he's very, very caring. caring for the kid. Wants to get some good TV Playing on that peek-a-boo. TV, you know. Yeah, there did seem that we were kind of stuck on the home shopping. Could not get to any other channel. That. Yish, yish. Uh, and then Spooge and the skank. Sure, I'm just going to refer it. to her as the skank. I don't know what her real. I think she her. I think her cast name is actually Spooge as yeah, woman. A, so. Skank's a little better. That's this girl named yeah, Dale? Dale. Her real name is Dale. Hi, man. Dale, Dale Dickey. Dickey. It sounds like a guy who owns a few car dealerships. Right. Get a Dale Dickey Honda. Yeah, yeah, Dale Dickey Toyota for sure. Um, yeah, so they come back and th- you know they're pretty easy to take control of. They're meth heads, and so they she, he you know Jesse takes control and he wants uh, he wants his meth and his money back. They don't have that. They've got a little bit of the meth. They don't have that money, but what they do have is an ATM machine. And I do like the reveal of <laughs> that this isn't the first also, one that yeah, they stole. That, like they didn't just pick it up and carry it away. This was like uh, 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 they killed the clerk. Yeah, a murder. A murder. Right, and they even and like they they splice that in really well while he's telling victimless right. crime, man. I think that might have been right around FDIC mm-hmm. insured because yeah, Jesse was like, "This yeah, is my like, bank. That's gonna really matter." <laughs> <laughs> right like what do you think your personal money yeah. is in them atm uh yeah no i and don't I, I those found all machines that really have cameras funny. like they would know who's was yeah did they in 2009 uh, though yeah i think so maybe i don't think they. i don't i don't know i bet i think atms are a little bit more privatized than what we know like, maybe i, think I you don't can know. buy maybe an atm who knows it doesn't really matter because they get away with it no yeah, yeah. Well, sort of. he get Jesse gets away. <laughs> sort of. They got away with that right. particular crime. Yes. Uh, so Jesse, I guess they're as they're all taking turns trying to bust into the ATM and calling each other a skank. Jesse takes a turn because he's getting frustrated and plays his gun gun down. Because the kid. Yeah. What just, a bad move. What's he doing? Well, it doesn't you know it doesn't. I heard it. yeah, and I was a little. It was a little weird because like, do they tie him up? He kind of, kind of just like was just lying there, you know. Didn't really 
No, they, so like he he like started doing something. Was he distracted by the kid? I guess. And then they knock him out, and they no, didn't tie him up at really all. Right. Like they just left him. They knock him out, and then Spooge is under the ATM. He's got a new tactic, and he is really. I like your line, Skanks. I'd make it really strong. hit her. <laughs> We're talking about like the eight, how you would build an ATM, or and she. Yeah, it was funny. I'd make it strong. <laughs> She's really good. She has some funny. And lines. she gets. Uh, yeah, she, the, yeah, dude. Both of them are really funny, and she uh, she finally gets pretty fed up with all the Just, all the name calling, the name flinging, and she. Turns Spooge yep. into Spooge. Yep. Crushes his head. Really, really yeah. disturbing. <laughs> Just tip that on over, and then she immediately takes the drugs out of his pocket, rips that, and is in her mm-hmm. little meth coma. Then Jesse and takes then, the... Uh, Jesse has kid. to... Very smart of Jesse to, to to get the prince, to think about the prince yes. in a situation like that, to not wipe everything down. He gets the kid out of there. Uh yeah, uh, really, I, I thought that this episode was maybe the most artistic of like the season so far. It felt like a very good standout episode for Jesse, kind of a standalone, if you can't have a standalone mm-hmm. in a show like this, you know, episode. That, you know, pe- yeah. like I think like The Fly was a little more, I like The Fly, but I think The Fly was a bit more transparent in what it was trying to do. This feels a little more, um, Yeah. this was trying to do the same thing as The Fly, I feel like, but did it in support of the plot, you know, more so like it was within the story, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I think that these three episodes, um, do a really good job of moving the show forward into a, like a sort of a different section of breaking bad, sort of like the section of breaking bad that we all know. That season one section, you know, where there's a right exactly we just yeah. did this big thing now we're kind of um decompressing and we'll get on to the stuff later you know yeah well and like we talked about the the first season was cut right. short because of the writer's strike and some of the stuff at the beginning of season one was really naturally intended right. to be at right. the end of season one or at the beginning of season two it was supposed to be at the season one so you're sort of in that, you know, while we're six episodes deep in the season, we're sort of just starting in the way, second yeah. season, really. Like, mm-hmm. the real storyline. Like, we don't really have a big bad yet for this season. Who uh, we is... We don't really know when what's, do like, we on meet the horizon. Gus? Yeah. That's not until season three or four. I think this season ends with, like, Tortuga. You're right. And, yes, uh, yes, yes. Danny Trejo's twins, right? coming up. And also, I think Saul's coming up, because I saw... I think in our next next podcast we'll talk better call Saul. So the next episode is Negro Negro okay. y Azul, and this is the one. This is the cold open with great, the band, great singing about great. blue meth. So yeah, that's another sin. <laughs> like I said, the, the, those three episodes kind of like yeah, usher you into the like Breaking right. Bad. That you I, think I think of. Saul Goodman definitely um, better call Saul. And yes, absolutely. So the next episode introduces Danny Trejo's Tortuga. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else in here? No, I mean, there could be a couple of, but that's going to be your big, your big reveal for the next episode as we head into the next, uh, next, yeah. what are you doing? Three here? Three seems to be good. Um, yeah. So we've, three seems a good, a good, a good number. And this is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I love the one. cold open. Mm-hmm. I, it's so much fun. So much fun. Awesome. 
All right. All right. Well, you got anything uh, else? How do we, I uh, watch season five of Better Call Saul? Because I cannot find that anywhere. Do you have the I AMC signed up for it? I couldn't thing? figure out how to watch it. I don't know. I cannot watch. Hmm. I cannot watch season five of Better Call. You Saul. could watch it through. You could uh, watch it through again, illegal means. I cannot I find it anywhere. Yes. Really? Dang. They got it locked down tight. AMC is really good about uh, locking their stuff down. And it's because they put their regular yep. content behind a paywall. So they yep. got to put the effort out there. All right. Well. All right. Well, we'll figure I'll I'll, I'll do, do some, some research, research online like and, uh, they we'll did. We'll talk Breaking Bad uh, next week with three more episodes of this right. show. All right. You're dang right. See you next week. Bye.